0: It's Matt Slick Live. Matt is the founder and president of the Christian Apologetics Research Ministry, found online at karm.org. When you have questions about Bible doctrines, turn to Matt Slick Live. For answers, taking your calls and responding to your questions at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Show, it's me, Matt Slick. Listen to Matt Slick Live. Let's, uh... I hope you had a good good weekend. I hope everything went fine, went well, and uh, and stuff. I got to witness. I got to... I always love to do that, you know, witness and answer questions and teach and do things on various m- venues. I will say, however, that yesterday I pretty much vegged in front of the TV. I purposely vegged and... Um, enjoyed just watching, whatever. So, hey, look, if you want to give me a call, we have five open lines. All you have to do is dial 877 Also, if you would uh, like to email me instead of call, you can do that. And uh, if you want to email me a question, just go to, uh, or just email me at info at karm.org. Info at karm.org, and I can read your... Uh your question over the air and uh get to it there all right, ooh yeah, got all kinds of stuff going to Israel in uh let's see when I going to Israel going to Israel in about five or six weeks, and I'll be out for a couple of weeks at that point and um then going to uh about a month after that. Uh, we're tentatively planned to go to to Japan. It's not set, but uh, to do a Christian tour thing there. Actually, uh, Japan has a history of Christianity, but in the 1600s, they uh, wiped out a lot of the Christians. And there are Christians growing uh, churches, but uh, it's very difficult to break through the uh, the Shintoism and other things that are there. Nevertheless, like I said, if you want to give me a call, 877-207-2276. So, um... Today uh, I spent some time going through, let's see, uh, my novel, uh, The Influence. I am re, uh, redoing it, rewriting it. Uh, just, It's the same plot, the same everything, just polishing it up. And I'm on page 146 out of 226, 227. I think it is and uh, let's see that's right so uh, hopefully be done about uh, four or five weeks I don't know we'll see depends if I get going on it a lot takes a lot of time to work through it so I'll be re-releasing that and then hopefully be working on a second novel in the series in the meantime uh, when I do that I also work on other projects I'm working on an article of alleged, alleged biblical discrepancy working on that and I spent a few hours this morning on a new outline I've been working on, an outline on societal decay and I may have mentioned it last week but I spent some time going through some of the the issues of wokeness and um, the problems in our country that, and around the world, but in our country where truth is up for grabs, uh, sexuality is just whacked. Uh, gender this, gender that. It's really, it's sad. Uh, feminism and what it's become, and how it's it's harmful. Um, radical feminism, um, and then how free speech is under attack. Just going through, and I'm getting documentation and definitions and learning as I go through and um, I discover stuff you know I got a paragraph I, I just started working on hist- uh, we have the problems historical revisionism with microaggressions blaming others racism sexism ageism white supremacy patriarchy destruction of our cultural identity corruption in the government narcissistic f- snowflakes the attack on Christianity but not Islam censorship redefining age-old terms like marriage Wife, husband, undermining truth. mass migration, invasion at the southern border. Common morals, altered and undermined. Undermined, gender fluidity, drag shows for children, sexualization of children, promiscuity, abortion, LGBTQ, um, the uh, them having a disproportionate power over the majority. Leftist media, schools are leftist indoctrination institution, forced vaccinations, increased inflation, increased national debt, violent crime on the rise, lack of trust of the government, corporate power, uh, canceling uh, climate change propaganda, use of control, technologically induced narcissism, attack on masculinity, disarming the citizens. Those are just some of the things uh, that, you know, I'm just taking a paragraph of what are some of the issues that we're facing here in our country. And I was really surprised at the variety of things that are there. Uh, and there's more that I could add to this stuff, but I think that's going to be uh, pretty sufficient. I'll polish it up. If you have any other things that you want to um, you know, give to me, that's fine. And I'm thinking about producing um, either an article and or a video related to this issue. Because if you think about it, man, oh man, our country is just messed up. So here's a question for you guys. Do any of you trust our government? Now that's just a simple question. Do you trust our politicians? Personally, I have no trust in them. I have no faith in them. I don't. You know, I'm talking about the, the politicians in Washington. Now that's just my opinion. Uh, I wouldn't trust them anymore than I could throw an elephant. And I don't trust the process. I think there's... Um, I think there's insider trading. I know that they're becoming millionaires. There's long, they, they hold their offices forever. They have power. They have influence. Uh, they're obviously not doing things in the best interest of the country. That, that's obvious. So what do you say? You know, Are you trusting them too? Now, this isn't a show about politics, but I'm just saying this is one of the things that is just bad that we can't even trust, or at least I don't, I don't know how many of you out there, don't trust the government anymore don't trust them. That's not good. That's not good. And um, we had some friends over, over the weekend, and we got talking about all this, and one of them made a comment that, I think it was, uh, I don't know who it was, who said it, what did I do? Maybe somebody could find me that quote, who said it, so I can reference it. Uh, the last, what's the little the last throes of a dying society is when the politicians raid the uh, treasury. And I'm seeing that. They they're uh they you know the politicians pass laws that they're exempt from, but we have to pay taxes under. And then they just um increase their own salaries and then they have power. What uh, they know what laws to pass that'll affect what companies and they'll buy stocks in these companies. In, they are gaining power, are getting money. So uh these are some of the things and then the lgbtq and uh the the issue of sexuality and and that to me is really really an interesting topic just the idea of gender fluidity what that means that that you can be whatever gender you want you can have any identity you want you can uh, define women any way you want or men uh there, are, I don't know how many supposed genders there are now. It's just stupid. And it's actually taken seriously. I watched some videos over the weekend uh, where people uh, are talking about their identity and how we must, we must address them by their chosen pronouns. You have to. And if you don't, you're doing violence. It, the intolerance and the bigotry. Well, why am I talking about all this? because it reminds me of what the scripture says, and how things are going to get bad. So anyway, that's what I did over the weekend, uh, among other things, uh, you know, talking about the gospel and defending the Christian faith. Um, And so, yeah, it's kind of depressing, isn't it? It's like, woo-hoo-hoo. So, uh, but I'm I'm going to do something, you know, an information thing about it, and talk, and and see if you have any other information you want to give me on that please just uh, email me at info at karm.org and if you want to ask a question for today info at karm.org we talked about theology in fact uh, it was it Friday night I think someone asked me to it was not a chat room or Saturday night I forgot which to go over the nature of the Trinity as it relates to the one and the many now you know, I notice we're getting calls in but they're not lasting they're hanging up so I'm wondering if we're having uh, phone problems so maybe one of you guys uh, in the chat could call the number, 877-207-2276. See if there's a, a problem. So it, oh looks like something's going on. And uh, we, I've seen the calls come in and out, so I don't know. Let me just jump on this call. Oh, I guess it is working. All right, let me let me just jump on right on here. Let's see. Don't know, I don't know who you are, but you're on the air with, uh, with Matt Slick. So what do you got? Hey, how you doing? Ah, doing okay, hanging in there, man. But, what do you got, man?
1: Well, it's the first time I ever called, and uh, okay. talking, you're asking whether or not you trust the government. Mm-hmm. Earlier, and, um, you, you know, while I was a soldier, it was kind of like I had to, you know what I mean? The, the military did so many great things for me, you know, but, yeah. you know, there's a lot of... Uh, I don't want to call it brainwashing, but it does steep in over time. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. so, yeah. But I, uh, as far as the, what's going on these days and everything, I, I definitely don't. I, you know, I don't feel like individuals are the, the individuals in Congress and the, and the different individuals in power. I think anytime you really combine humans and power, you get corruption. Yeah, and I just I, I hope and pray that as a collective they might come to a good decision. You know, it's all I pray for. Right.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And my dad was in the service. He was in uh, the army. In, no, no, he was in the navy in World War II, the army in in Korea, and the Air Force in Vietnam. Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I grew up on military bases, so I'm very comfortable being on a military base, you know, going to the PX and and the commissary. I mean, it's a, those it's were, a, it's, yeah, you know, it's it just... It's almost
1: be. like a little bit safety
0: again, right? Yeah, it is. And so I'm comfortable with it, and I thought it was a lot of good order, and it, it was safe on base. But, uh, right, you know, aside from that, and, and thank you for your service. I do, you know, I thank all the military. I do. I appreciate it. But a a guy called me. I was blessed to serve. What's that? You're proud to serve?
1: I was blessed to serve. I got lucky and got in.
0: Good for you. Well, thanks. So I talked to a guy a while back, and uh, he told me, and he he says he did not want his name given or anything like this, but he told me that um, the conservative officers were being pushed out. And they were putting in place, in places of power, the military officers who were leftist and had uh, socialist agendas, which I found to be interesting. But uh, he said it was happening a lot. I don't know if you've seen that.
1: Well, to be honest, it was was starting on my way out. Um, You know, we were starting to have briefings where there were certain things I wasn't allowed to say to soldiers, you know, like stuff I wouldn't say on the radio, but like, you weren't allowed to make any kind of homosexual references and cadences, you know, things of this nature. You, you couldn't hurt their feelings anymore. And it was like, wow, you want me to train them to take them somewhere where people want to be had them, but I can't hurt their feelings to prepare them, you know, right. and, um it, it was, it was starting to really integrate to that as I was on, on my way out. And I was really relieved to be on my way out as far, you know, because going to be really restricted and being in combat and you know and some of my my female soldiers were some of the best soldiers I had you know uh, can you hold on we got a break day.
0: we got a break buddy I want to hear what you had to say okay so hold on I want to continue with uh, the female oh, soldiers yeah. being good soldiers hey folks so we have three open lines if you want to give me a call 877-207-2276 we'll be right back Matt Slick Live taking your calls at 877-207-2276 here's Matt Slick alright one, welcome back to the show thank you very much for paying attention for listening and for joining us today hope you had a great weekend let's see, let's get back on the air and I forgot your name I don't know if I got your name but anyway, you were saying uh, uh, Paul Tom. Okay, Paul Paul, got you, Paul Alright, well, uh, okay, so you were saying you were, you know, when you are fighting, the, the female soldiers were good soldiers, right?
1: Well, we were in transportation and they were great soldiers and, uh, you know, but Lord, I don't want to say anything bad ever about female soldiers, but it, <laughs> it, it, it brings, bringing just that having in the situation brings other complications in combat. Um, you know, know. If somebody's in love with that girl Definitely, you know, somebody in the troop loves her. And if she's hurt and wounded and she's screaming, it changes the whole scenario. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, because that, you know, that's somebody's girlfriend that's hurt. It's just, it's different on young men's minds. They definitely belong with us in combat, but like the way they were starting to integrate different things like the LGBTQ stuff and like bringing you know, different genders in and and fluid genders into the service and everything, you know, was a huge concern for me as a, you know, a sergeant training people and having to take people places of their stability and their mental health, where they were grounded. You know, Mm -hmm. um, those were my main concerns with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I need to do more research on that aspect of it uh, to see how it will affect the military. And, and that's, a, I believe, a problem, because we want the military to be strong, capable, and not distracted by internal uh, conflicts and, and issues. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, so anyway, just a comment, you know, uh, as I've been doing stuff. The reason I've been researching this, is it's actually an interesting thing that one thing led to another, to another, to another. I believe the Christian church is weak, and I believe we have great power also. And I believe the Christian church is not doing what it needs to be doing and what it can be doing in society because the men aren't doing what they need to be doing. That's my position. And so I started thinking about this. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Why is it that the men aren't as strong as they need to be? Not, not domineering and mean, but come on, standing up for righteousness. And, uh, and so I started thinking, well, society is attacking men. And, uh, and it's promoting women and it's creeping into the church. So I've been thinking about this for a long time. And I started wondering well, what is going on in society that's having this deleterious effect on masculinity and the effect in the church? That led me to other issues of thinking. And I've been thinking about this for months and months and months the, the state of society as it views men. And it's a very negative uh, view toxic masculinity but you don't hear about toxic fe- toxic femininity you don't you hear about patriarchy but not matriarchy you always hear the negatives about men and men hear this and I think that they're becoming uh, wimps and, and they're not sure what to do and with the feminist the radical feminist movement where equality is over quality equality of outcome rather than quality and excellence And men aren't sure what to say, what they can say. So it really puts them on the defense of a great deal. And then when you you see movies, you know, pay attention to the movies. I don't even go to these movies anymore where they've got women heroines. It's not because I don't think women can be heroines. My favorite movie of all time is Aliens, the second one, and Sigourney Weaver is the heroine. And I've seen the movie literally 70 times. I keep count, 70. It's my favorite movie. She did a fantastic job. And that's, you know, but she had uh, all the qualities of being a female and, you know, loved Newt and uh, had all this stuff. And she was great. But now, uh, oh, and in the in the movie of uh, of Aliens, for example, uh, the men weren't wimps. Except the the, uh, the commander right. guy, he kind of was. But that's it. Well, now you see these movies and men are just outdone by females and females beat up guys like it's nothing. I'm like, give me a break. And guys know this. And But you're not supposed to say anything. So I, you know, it's, this has got me going. Well, that led me to the issue of studying feminism. That led me to uh, the promiscuity issue and sexuality issues, which has now led me to... So it's just become one of these, uh, these roads with a lot of different forks I'm taking as I'm studying all this. That's why.
1: I believe believe it's um, for for men today that are trying to protect righteousness, even in their own homes. It's an uphill battle. Um, There's a lot of outside influences. I have a 16-year-old daughter, um, you know, who gets most of her opinions from TikTok, and I have to, you know, just try Mm -hmm. to set a good example and um, do what I can and hope for the best, you know.
0: You know, I've got daughters, three daughters, and uh, once uh, my wife, all of us were home, you know, and I was looking around that we're all in the living room and all of them were on phones and <laughs> you know and, and so I texted them what are you guys doing because <laughs> you know, I'm sitting right there with no, <laughs> them, you know and uh, you know that's it, okay this represent the whole time but it, it you know the, the phones are, are in, in, and stuff it's a huge influence and how do we deal with that and you're right as a man you've got to be a good example but you can't be mean and I am to take your phones and you know run them over in the car over the car but you're right. It's a huge influence, and the stuff they're saying is
1: Matt, stupid. No, don't get me started on that. I, I took my daughter's phone from her, and she called social services. Like, <laughs> like I, it it got that bad. But uh, you, know, you know, I would do. I, I stood my I'd say. To her. I gave you the know, phone back. I'd say weeks, you right? call
0: social services; they can take you away. Then That's okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, you know, it, was, it it had to jump through a few hoops.
0: Say, no, you can go you can take them you want to do that you want to become a, because essentially it's a brown shirt they're going to turn you in because you don't have a. you can't get your phone you try and, and exercise discipline and guidance in the home and then they call so to speak the authorities on you I would say that's your choice you're going to have to live with it you go you're fine go out and when you're ready to come back if you want to that's fine I'm not going to jump through any hoops I'm not going to do this I would be that'd be it I'd set the, the, the law down.
1: Well, That's it. Do it, what you want. It was a fine line to not even get a whole nother conversation going, but it's a very fine line because my mother is a uh, professor, a sociology professor at Virginia Commonwealth University. Mm-hmm. And um, l- let's just say, you know, uh, as far as radical feminism goes, she was one of their main leaders, you know, so it's better yeah. off to have her here.
0: Mm-hmm. I knew a guy. We got callers coming in. States. Get this: yeah. I knew a guy. This is the kind of thing that's so unfair, and that the attacks on masculinity. And people hear about this, and I'll say it, and people will hear about it. I have a good friend I've known for many years, a very godly man, and he uh, he and his first wife got divorced, and he wasn't a Christian at the time. He's now a very godly man with his with his second wife, and she's a godly woman, and uh, we've known him for years and years. Okay. So he told me in his first marriage that his first wife uh, accused him of bad stuff with the daughter. He just, just the accusation, he swore up and down before the Lord. He goes, it never happened. She just made the accusation. Just that. And because of it, he had to spend a lot of money to defend himself. He had to go through counseling for two years before he would be allowed to really visit his daughter again just because she made the right. accusation. Right. And then, at the end of the two years, the psychologist switched, and they had a new psychologist she said, you got to start over. And he said, I'm done. This happens all the time. Well. Hey, we've got to go, buddy. There's the music. Okay? Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, folks, three open lines. Eight seven seven two zero seven two two seven six. See, all this is important because we live in a real world. We'll be right back. It's Matt Slick Live. Taking your calls at 877-207-2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. If you want to give me a call, we have two open lines, 877-207-2276. Let's get to Mike from, let's see, I think you're from North Carolina. Hey, welcome. You're on the air. Yeah. Hey, Matt.
2: Um, hey. I, I talked to you before about this topic uh, several months ago which has to do with our currency system. I can't call it money because it's not money. Okay. Yeah. I heard you talking about all the problems that we're having to deal with in this country. Part of, you know, we, we have to admit that at the source of a lot of those problems is, is the size of our government, right?
0: Yeah. I
2: mean, our, our government has become mm-hmm. a huge and bloated. Mm-hmm. And Washington has become uh, this monster. It's like an octopus that's swallowing everything up. hmm the only reason that Washington can be the way it is is because we have a dishonest monetary system.
0: We have, well, we have a monetary system. Uh, I don't know how monetary system is dishonest. People are dishonest, but it's uh, it's an interesting system. So what are we going to say about it?
2: Well, it, first of all, it violates the Bible. I mean, there's like eight passages in the Bible that talks about diverse weights and measures. And money, or currency, and in this mm-hmm. case, is a a measure, it's a measure of value. So today you go to the grocery store and eggs are a dollar fifty a dozen. Two weeks later they're two dollars and twenty five cents a dozen. And then they're five dollars a dozen. That doesn't make any sense. The fact I mean that inflation is caused, that type of inflation is caused by a government that's allowed to create currency. Because it's not money, it's currency. Create currency out of nothing. Actually, it creates it out of debt. That's what creates our... our and, and I'm yeah, encouraging it's, Christians. Yeah,
0: to, it's unbiblical, too, absolutely, because we're not supposed to go into debt uh, biblically. And there's reasons for it. Right, you become, become slave to the the master who owns your debt. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. But, but, but our currency system is such that it requires debt, because without debt, the currency wouldn't exist. In other words, if everybody, the government and every person and every corporation in America paid off all of their debts, there would be no currency in circulation. None. Zero. It would disappear.
0: Do you have a a question about this? Uh, You know, I mean, I get get it, but...
2: Well, the question I have is, do, 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 do Christians understand have the novice understand that first of all, how it relates to the Bible and how it relates to their lives, because we have a crisis coming down the pike. I've been predicting this for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm Mike from Winston Salem and anybody that hears my voice, uh, knows who I am that I've been telling people we're headed for a hyperinflationary depression. Oh, yeah. We are, we are headed towards a collapse of the, of our, of our currency system and it is going to destroy, it's destroying people, people that are on fixed incomes now are hurting terribly. Yeah, I know. But that's what allows all, all of the evils that you see circulating around. A lot of it has to do with government and the bureaucracy, and the only reason that can exist is because the government can create currency out of nothing. That's how they pay for it.
0: Yeah, and people you know, well, we letting had them do it, bill. get away with it. Yeah, and then there's the issue of can you uh, can you vote them out, and how many trust our uh, our elections? Because I don't, I don't trust them anymore. I don't either. So here's the thing: but, but, What do we do as Christians? Is, we have, that's what we got to talk about. What do we do back. as Christians?
2: Right, we have to go back to biblical money, which is in our Constitution. The Constitution says that the government cannot print paper money without it being backed by something.
0: Yeah, gold standard. And they're off. Our
2: money today is backed yep. by nothing. Right? right. So, so that's what the Constitution says. So I, we I have to that. have. We got We have to go back. We have to go back I, to our currency system. That takes care yeah, I got you
0: I, I I got gotcha. you gotcha. but the thing is we can't do anything we're just talking to radio about it there's nothing we can do about it uh, we need to get these people out of office and that's not going to happen either so what we need to be doing is just praying and asking God to, to uh to change people's hearts and we need to be voting appropriately we need to do what's necessary in order to hopefully ensure that our votes count and it's not manipulation that's what we need that's what you know that's, that's what we gotta' do we're aware of the problem. This is what has to happen. Mm-hmm.
2: If you go back to sound money, if you go back to sound money, which is gold and silver, which is what God gave us to use as money, that's, that's in the Bible. Um, uh, the first purchase was Abraham when he purchased the, the the field to bury Sarah, and he put 400 shekels of silver. That's what we need to use. That's what the Constitution says is supposed to be our monetary system. But we don't, that's been... I got you. I understand.
0: I I, I got you. So what do you want to do about it? What do we have to do about it? That's the thing. We can describe the problem, but we have to make sure that we know what we're doing. What are we going to do? Once we
2: get those people elected, we need to push people into office that are going to return us to a sound monetary... That has to be one of the key, that's one of the key issues, because that's the center of it all that's the okay. focal point because prior, okay oh, okay prior i got gotcha. you okay hold on mike mike mike
0: mike i got you mike, uh, mike, I gotcha, okay but you know now we're just talking you're just going and i get you we need to be able to do something but i'm trying to make people aware of problems and and so in different areas what we christians need to do is to be praying because we have to ask we have to ask god to raise up godly people it's going to take time And we need to have people who are going to be in offices who are going to seek God's will and not their own. And we've got to pray about this. We need to be aware, and you're right, they're not doing the monetary thing the way the Constitution says because they don't take the Constitution seriously anymore. We have people who are in power who are doing their own thing and not upholding the Constitution that they swore to do. So they're liars and hypocrites. What do we do about it? We start preaching and teaching about this occasionally in the church. We start praying. We start voting people. And we start uh, warring against the liberal idiocy that's going on. That's what we have to do. So, yeah.
2: And Christians need to protect themselves against what's coming down the road, hyperinflation. Which means, my suggestion is that people put something into gold or silver. I like silver better. Because you're going to see prices extremely... Explode, but in terms of gold and silver, prices are going to collapse. People complain about the price of oil. I'll give you an example: price of the price of gasoline is three dollars a gallon. The melt value. When I was a kid, gasoline was twenty-five cents a gallon. Well, mm-hmm. I can take a, but it was silver quarters. It was a silver quarter. I can take a silver quarter today and get about four bucks for it, which means the price of gasoline is cheaper today than it was when I was a kid in terms of silver in terms of the, because yeah, that because that is got what you.
0: protects you again you uh, know, i got right? you mike i got you i got you brother yeah. i got okay. you okay um oh, and yeah. so there's a lot of problems i know you are i know you are and so what we need to do is is come up with something to as christians and what i try and do when we talk about these kind of things is inform christians and i agree with you, you need to prepare i tell people they should be prepping because there's going to come an economic okay. collapse because the company, the company, the country can't sustain this kind of inflation, and uh, sending trillions, billions and billions overseas, and then opening our borders, and being invaded from the south, and then the finances have to go out, out to take care of them, which is a slap in the face of the citizenry who work hard, and so this causes right. distrust. It causes problems. Now, we need to be made aware of this as Christians, and so. You know, know, I'm a theologian, and we're having to talk about this more and more. It's coming up more and more, and I'm not an expert on politics, but I'm learning. But uh, theologically speaking, what I'm trying to do is find out what the underlying biblical principles are to solve it. And biblically, what are the problems that have created it? And if we can deal with those, then we can start from the Christian perspective. We can start doing what's necessary to fix the problem from within the Christian church. We've got to start with ourselves and our own Christian church and then move out. And we need to be out there. We need to raise up people who are going to be in government, who are are, uh, more afraid of God than they are of uh, their fellow Democrat or Republican people down the hallway. So this is uh, what we need to have. So, okay. Buddy. I use
2: I use I use God's word to show people how violating God's word leads you to disaster. Absolutely. And one more thing, in the whole history of of money, people need to read about the history of money and understand it. In the whole history of this has happened thousands of times, over and over and over. It led to the destruction of the Roman Empire. It collapsed because of hyperinflation and Diocletian. I mm-hmm. mean, this is a it's
0: uh, yeah, okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I got you. I, I'm with you. Okay. Okay. I I know okay. about it, and it's bad. So what are we going to do? I'm trying to to tell people what to do, and I do believe they should start prepping. They should start getting food stores, yeah. and and I agree with you. Silver's better than gold because you can, you know, one silver one silver coin you can exchange for bread and whatever. But a silver coin, it's just too expensive. You can't break it down into right. End. Work with it. So, yeah, yeah and this is al- sounds alarmist, but these are just, uh, as Jesus says, you know the, the when the storm's coming, don't you know this and don't you know that? Be ready. Pay attention. And I'm just doing my godly duty to inform people and uh, stuff like that. Okay? you We got to go. There's a break, buddy. There's a break. So we got to get going, okay. all right? We'll talk to you later, man. All God right. bless. Hey, folks, three open lines. If you want to give me a call, 877 877- 207 2276. Be right back. It's Matt Slick live. Taking your calls at 877 207 2276. Here's Matt Slick. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Let's get to Ron for North Carolina. Ron, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Matt. Hey.
2: Um, I got a question. Hey. Sure. Um. So, my question is: Can the devil place evil thoughts in Christians' minds?
0: I don't know. Now, when I say I don't know, I mean it. Uh, that the Bible doesn't say yes, doesn't say no. And I don't know anything. In the scriptures, that seems to address it, but we do know that the devil moved uh, David to number Israel. So there can be an influence, but we don't know if it's a thought that could be put in your mind. Uh, In my novel, the influence, I took a little bit of literary license, and this is just you know it's literary license, it's fiction, and I have demonic forces that can only do this with unbelievers where they put their hands uh, or their clawed hands on their chests to see if they're indwelt by God and if they're not then they can take their hands and they can tweak their brains, their minds and whisper into their ears to get them to do what they want or try and influence them. And this, uh, Granted this is just, you know, it's just literary device. So you know, I, I'm not going to do anything that uh, the Bible forbids or says isn't the case and that's just like I said literature. So, can they? I, I, I don't know. And sometimes I wonder, where do certain thoughts come from? Like, what the heck was that? So, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I can't so get a good answer. One,
2: one of the Bible verses I was reading is James 1.14. And it talks about how each person's tempted when they are dragged away from their own evil desires. Mm-hmm. And so, I was thinking, is it possible that Christians cause this evil thought? Or if they're sliding away from Scripture and their walk with Christ, could it be possibly said that, based on that verse, that Christians are kind of at fault?
0: Well, yeah, you don't need the devil to help you do something bad. It can come up out of our own hearts and minds. So, uh, you know, each one is tempted, it's carried away by his, and enticed by his own lust. James one fourteen. The question then becomes, what can a demonic force do to make it worse? And this gets to a really complicated uh, kind of an explanation, because are there people who are possessed? Well, yeah. Can possessed people be influenced? Of course. Can they be influenced to tempt Christians? It would seem so. You know, and so is that possible how about just oppressed what about uh, do they have any power over the physical realm to cause of effects and so it's a complicated uh, topic to go through and the Bible just doesn't really tell us so I can't tell you either you know wish I could okay yeah yeah it's alright okay. a really. better answer okay okay <laughs> alright butter okay God bless alright let's get to Nelson from California hey Nelson welcome you're on the air
3: hey Matt God bless
0: God bless buddy
3: yes um, amen amen I got a question from um, just a friend of mine um, I've been talking to for a while I've been knowing him for a while and he asked a question and I just I was like, like well I don't know so let me ask you the comment let me ask Matt Slick you may know the answer okay and so the question is, as you know, I forget where I, I think it's in James, where it says, um, "You confess your, you confess uh, your sins to to the brothers, and so that you may be healed and forgiven." I think, I think that's in James, right?
0: Well, uh, well, there's there's Galatians six two, bear one another's burdens, or by fulfill the law of Christ. And yeah. uh, let's see, there's other verses that talk about that. But I'm not sure about James; it might be in there. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well. Well, um, the question uh, he asked was uh, uh, if he committed a sin and he, and he confessed oh, it yeah. to God.
0: But
3: James 5.16. Okay. 5, James
0: 5.16, yes, that's where it is. Uh, okay. Sorry, confess your sins one another, pray for one another so that you may be healed. In fact, the effective prayer of a righteous man can ac- accomplish much. Okay, go ahead.
3: Yes, that one. Uh, so if he, com- I mean, if he confesses a sin to God, and not to his pastor, and is convicted to confess it to his pastor, but doesn't. Will God still bless him? That was the question.
0: Well, what kind of blessing, and what different degrees of blessing? But the answer here is it, it's a it's a tough one. Bless him in what way? Okay, so. Is he supposed to talk to his pastor about his sins? Nothing in the Bible says he has to. The Bible says to confess your sins one to another. It doesn't say pastors. Now, you certainly can go to a pastor for help. It could be your wife. It could be your husband. It could be your brother, your sister, your friends, uh, but preferably uh, Christians. So James 5.16 says this, uh, confess your sins one to another. And uh, let's see, Galatians 6.2 says, uh, bear one another's burdens. So there's a mutuality here in confession and mutual uh, respect and concern. So, you know, if I have a a sin against somebody, you know, depending on on the situation, I'll either go talk to that person or a lot of times I talk to my wife about things. And she's she's good. She's got a good ear. And uh, she'll give me some advice sometimes or some feedback, and I appreciate that. And sometimes uh, I have gone to pastors uh, to talk about certain things. So it just depends, you know, I don't think there's any uh, hard and fast rule, okay? Okay, okay, so,
3: yeah, because I wasn't sure the answer, my answer was, well, yeah, God will still bless you, but not the way you would like it, I guess.
0: (laughs) And he can bless you with some discipline, that's for sure. (laughs) That's right. I've been blessed that way a few times. That's right. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: All right, Matt. Well, thank you very much. All right, man. God bless. All right. Now let's get on with Gerard, Gerald, Gerald from North Carolina. Gerald, welcome. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? I did hit the right button. So uh, he wants to talk about guarding against the coming inflation. But I'll do it. I'll just leave the, the phone open if he wants to call. Um and uh, the Bible talks about this, folks, about having different sources of income and proverbs, and it talks about the storing up in advance and just being prepped. And, and that's what we're talking about. It's not, you know, sell your house and, and uh, you know, make a Faraday cage over it and, and get an underground bomb bunker, <laughs> not talking like that. But it's wise to have three to six months' worth of supplies in your house and things like that. Uh, so that's what we're talking about, and the Bible says to do that. And so you should do that kind of thing. You should be prepared. I've actually written an article on it. is a Bible talk about uh, prepping. I think it's prepping, a modern term. But it really comes down to just be prepared. And, uh, yeah, we should. Gerald, are you there? Let's see. Oh, I see. You got disconnected. Let me hang up there. Let's do this over that line. Hey, Gerald. Are you there, buddy? Can you hear me? Yeah, now I hear you. All right, man. No problem. Awesome.
3: Awesome.
1: So, yeah, uh, I was calling because I wanted to ask, uh, so if you have very little money, how could you prep for uh, this upcoming storm?
0: Well, some of the things you can do is, uh, depending on your situation, cause I've been studying this now for a couple of years, you can get rice and beans and varying, various grains that are in bags. you got to take those bags, however, and put them into containers, and you can go to... Uh, bakeries and say, "'Hey, do you have any buckets they're just throwing out and, and get buckets and put them in the buckets because they're more airtight and then you put them in a the freezer and leave them in the freezer for a week and The reason you do that is because it tends to kill any larvae that are in the the uh, grains because there's always going to be that in, in the beans and stuff like that, and so you know you can do things you can get flour and uh you don't want to vacuum pack too many things but Just stuff like that. The people I've learned, people don't realize that putting things in the freezer for like a week is a very good way and a very easy way to increase the length of the storage of what it is you want to live on later on. Then you have the issue of water. And what you could do periodically is just buy a gallon of water here and there. Or you can go to the store and get one of those five-gallon jugs or whatever, the stackables and you can uh, get water, and uh, they have a shelf life. Sometimes the waters are, are sealed such that they'll last for two, three, four, five years. But one of the things you can do also is uh, take a little bit of Clorox bleach, like two drops a gallon or one drop a gallon, something like that, and you can put it in the water, and it'll keep it fresh. It'll taste a little bit bad when you drink it, but it's not going to hurt you. And so there's little things you can do. You know, stuff like that. And, I, you know, I would suggest if you can save up and get a little solar uh, panel. You can get it for 40 to to $100 and you can charge a phone with them and uh, uh, things like that. And so there's little things you can do. Well, we always start where, I, where you're at. And then you can well, go to... You, go ahead.
1: Uh, when you start putting things in the freezer, mm-hmm. then you wait a week and then you take it out. Like, wouldn't, you, wouldn't there be, like, condensation, and then wouldn't it go bad sooner, or... or
0: no. no. No, if you put them in, like, uh, Ziploc bags, uh, for example, take your, your stuff, put it in a Ziploc bag if you want, and then press all the air out of it if you can, and much as you can, and then put it into the freezer. And then once you're, it's been in there for a week, they say three to four days, I always put it in for a week, and then take it out, put it into buckets, and then uh, just seal the buckets up, and then put the buckets in a closet where it, there's not much light. That's it and put it in a little tab of date on it and flour and uh, grains rice will last forever I mean, not forever but you know a long long time and you can read up on the web about it and it's easy oh, okay. and i'd also recommend going to uh, silver uh, sites that sell silver and get what's called junk silver junk silver is still silver like before 1965 and they'll they'll uh, they'll sell it and it becomes a monetary form of exchange uh, should the economy just let's just say collapse it all the way, you know, everything's gone Mad Max, then you can use that kind of a thing. And also bullets are uh, something uh, that are good for trading. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. But for food and water, that's what you want to do. Water is important, and uh, you can last three days without it, and you can last three weeks without food. So water becomes more important. But storing food is something very easy to do, and you can put it in free in Ziploc bags. The Ziploc bags aren't aren't perfect because they uh they they seep air so you can put Ziploc bags inside of Ziploc bags in a freezer uh and then store it in the buckets so they'll last two to five years uh, things like that if you keep them in a cool uh stuff so i've been learning i've been learning about stuff you know and, I, and that's what i've been doing okay. slowly yeah and it's not a big deal so we have enough uh to last for a while and and uh you know, and it's just good advice. You know, I would do it even if I didn't think things were going bad. I would just say, this is just smart. Because what if there's a, a power outage, you know, what do you do? And I've, I'm prepped for that a little bit. And, you know, got uh, what I need. Just, you know, enough stuff. That's all. Nothing big. And, oh, you get these candles that uh, you get on Amazon. And they'll last like, uh, I think, seven days. And you can cook with them, you know. And because we know that different parts of... The, Oh yeah, yeah. Just pan over a little, you know, brick thing of, and uh, put a candle underneath it. You can cook, and um, you know, because uh, different people have had different outages, and people don't know this. I'll say this before we get going. Uh, there have been a lot of food processing plants in America that have mysteriously burned down in the past five years. End quote. Yeah. So, so it's, seriously. It's, yeah, it's it's happening. We have one uh, in Oregon, not too far from here, just a few weeks ago. So, you know, why is that happening? It's just time to prep, that's all. I could do a show on it and talk about it. <laughs> I've been prepping and learning, so I'm learning. Not going crazy, just do what we got to do, you know, just make sure that my wife's going to be taken care of, and that's all, you know. No big deal. Okay? All right, buddy. Okay. All right, man, we're out of here. Music should be starting already, so I'm going to get going. All right, Gerald, all God right. bless. Hey, folks, hope you enjoyed the show. It's a different show. I don't know if the music's going to start or if it already has or if it's on the air right now because it seems a bit longer than normal. But there you go. I hope the Lord will bless you and by His grace, back on air tomorrow.